Yo, welcome to episode 6 of So You Wanna Be An Artist, the only podcast that's for the artists, by the artists. And today's a bit of a, an emotional one because I spent 12 hours in the studio yesterday having a conversation with Koji Radical, someone who inspires me and a lot of people. And I spent 12 hours, I was there from 12 to 12, just sat cutting it down, editing it, making sure everything was tight, ready to go out today. And I'm, I'm cutting it, blah, 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 blah. Get it finished. I'm like, all right, cool. I have to leave now. When I get home, I'll open it back up and I'll set it to export. So I jump in the Uber, come home now, open it up, put about to export it as I go sleep. I open it and it says, this audio file cannot be found. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll just find it. I know where it is, blah, blah, blah. I open it, go to look for it. It's not there. I'm like, all right, it has to be here somewhere. So I scan my whole computer, not there. Look in my recycle bin, not there. I download and pay for all of these um, data recovery apps and I'm looking through it, not there. This audio file has literally vanished from my computer. Now, let me tell you this conversation that I had with Koji was incredible. It was incredible. So many honest moments, so many weird theories, so many perspective change. Big up the police car. So many per- perspective changing, new, like just, it was just sick. It was just incredible. And it's gone. Completely gone. It's mad. That's such a shame because you never... It's the first time me and Koji have ever sat down and had a conversation before. And you can never have that um, candidness again. Ever. Like, if I want these to be a time capsule of fossils, it has to be as honest as possible and as real as possible. And... That, is, that magic is gone. The first time you sit down with someone, that nervousness, that like, they push and pull, it's, it's gone. So I didn't know what to do. This was at, bear in mind, this was at four o'clock this morning. So literally 12 hours ago. And I'm lying in bed. Like I'm shaking. I'm so angry. I feel like crying, I'm, I'm tweeting, I'm like, fucking, I, I fucking give up this podcast, fuck it. All I'm trying to do is something good. I'm trying to to help people, empower myself and empower other people at the same time. And fucking, my laptop doesn't even have my own back. Like, and I went to sleep and I woke up. And I just realized that it would just be against everything that I've spoke about if I let technology get the better of me. If I get one hurdle placed in my way and I stop, like, how much do I really care? Yeah, cool, I can lie in bed and I can be super sad about it and feel sorry for myself. But unless I'm going to spring right back up and and hit back as hard as I got hit, like, how much do I really care? So I, I, I had to do something. And also, if I'm going to believe, if I'm going to chat all the spiritual shit and say things like, everything happens for a reason, everything's a lesson, blah, 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 blah. i got to figure out what, what lessons have to come from this. Because if this was to happen to somebody else, I'd be like, listen, bro, you need to figure out, or sis, or whatever. You need to figure out why this happened. What can you learn from this? 
Um, obviously, I'm going to have to back up everything, export as an MP3, so even if all else fails, I don't have the project, I still have the thing, blah, blah, blah. But, like, if I'm going to say everything happens for a reason, what's the real reason behind this? Was it to test how committed I am to this podcast or to this idea of inspiring other people? Is that what it is to, for me to bounce back and show everybody that I'm really about this and this isn't for me to fucking pop or build some kind of platform for myself. This is to literally do good. That could be one of the reasons. The other reason is I've been, I've got to go have a meeting with one of the biggest podcast publishers on Thursday um, and they basically want to get advertisers involved and they want to start helping me get some money in my pocket. Um, which is something that I've been battling with as well. Because it's like, if this is really about art and for the art, like p- putting adverts at the start or the end, it's completely selling out. Or is going against the fucking anti-capitalist or corporation shit that I am really vocal about. Um... And is the lesson there, well, listen, maybe you have to make a little sacrifice. Maybe you do have to give some ad space away so that you can have some money to start coming in so you can build a team so and and have finances so you don't have to borrow a studio and you don't have to do things last minute because that's how this fucked up. Um, because I wasn't prepared. And is getting a little bit of money involved and making something off the back of it going to help me to put money back in and make this a more solid project that could be one of the lessons and now here i am sat in my room the first time i've ever done it in my bedroom i have had to redesign my whole room so that it doesn't sound like shit um i've had to put i'm gonna put a picture in the description of what my bedroom looks like i've had to re like move all the furniture. there's nothing in my room basically but i've had to rearrange all the furniture I put a mattress up against the window. I'm like huddled up in the corner, sat on a stool. Uh, my laptop's on a fucking quilt on the floor. I just, I, I refuse to, to wake up this morning and feel sorry for myself and not put something out because there's lessons in this for everybody. Um, when I tweeted last night about what had happened, Big Up Breakage, Genesis, Abigail, a um, couple of other people that hit me up and, and said like, listen, you need to, don't quit, you need to carry on, I've lost work, like, it's striking the amount of people that, because of technology, have lost their work, and Genesis Elijah told me that he lost two years worth of work, could you imagine losing two years worth of work, that is like, and here I am crying about two hours, so for anyone in the future, if <laughs> this is a lesson for you as well. If you lose work, you need to jump straight back up and you need to make something better. And this is nowhere near as good as what me and Koji was going to come up with or that we had. But it's real. It's honest. I, I would be a piece of shit if I only showed, showed you what happens when I get the guests that I want and when I get the studio that I need and when I get to edit the interview so they sound a lot better than they were. I'd be a piece of shit if I didn't show you about the times when my audio files got deleted. When I spend all night prepping questions for all of that shit to go out the window. For when I have to redesign my whole bedroom and sit, record on my fucking built-in microphone 
on my laptop with my housemate playing really loud J. Cole upstairs and the bass is coming through and traffic <laughs> rinsing past outside and through the through the window. Like I'd be a piece of shit if I wasn't honest and, and tell you that that's what it really is sometimes. Sometimes it really is the lowest and the hardest fight. But you just gotta be stronger than that. Um basically that's it's been an emotional one. It's kind of nice actually doing it in my bedroom. It's kind of liberating. And, and something that else that I've been thinking about recently is that people need to stop trying as much. Stop trying so hard and start doing so hard. Like the word try, try is such an evil word because it's already rooted in defeat. It's like, yeah, I might. Yeah, I'll try. Yeah, I could. Like, if you're trying to make music, or you're trying to learn the guitar, or you're trying to, to, to be a better painter, or you're trying to write better, or you're trying to expand your vocabulary, that means that you're willing to fail if you're, if you're just trying. Stop trying, start doing. Yeah, I'm expanding my vocabulary. Yeah, I'm painting more. Yeah, I'm making music. How much more confident does that sound? That makes me want to buy into you a lot more when I hear that you are doing something instead of you're trying to do something. Think of it as... Try kind of makes me feel that you already have a plan B and that your plan A, you know, if it doesn't work out, at least you've got something else there because... I have this, but I'll try something else. Nah, fuck that. You have to get rid of your plan B. Straight up. Think of yourself as a, a tightrope walker. If you step out onto that tightrope and you have a safety net underneath you, you're not going to worry about falling off. Because falling off isn't an issue to you because you're just going to land in your safety net. And you can get up, try again, get up, try again, and repeat that process. But I can't think of one tightrope walker who would take anyone's breath away with a safety net underneath them. As soon as you take that safety net away, your survival instinct takes over. You don't even look down. There is no other option than for you to stay on that wire. And that's, that's what your plan B is. Your plan B is your safety net. If you don't have that, you're, you're never going to fall off. Imagine if a man on wire, the guy who walked across the Twin Towers, if he had had a safety net underneath him, there probably wouldn't be a documentary about him. There probably wouldn't be a film. Joseph Gordon-Levitt wouldn't be playing him, him in his biopic. But he didn't. There was no safety net. And there was that risk of failure. And that's, that's what makes you great. If you can't fail, what's going to drive you? Failure should be the thing that drives you to success because you don't want to lose. You don't want to fall off the wire. You don't want to die. You want to survive. And I'm not being um, irresponsible and saying, oh, you know, quit everything. Don't um, don't have things behind you or like an infrastructure or a support system because that's just stupid. If you need to work a job to be able to afford something, good. But don't make that your career. Even on a tightrope, someone would still have a big pole to to balance with everybody needs support systems but it's that safety net is the thing that needs to disappear that 
this is what I'll do when I when I fail or if I fail. Try if. No. Erase those words out of your vocabulary. Alright, so moral of the story really is if you want to be extraordinary, you have to do extraordinary stuff. Car no one ever made it big playing it safe. Another thing that um I've been meaning to say, I've actually been meaning to say this since episode two, uh, but for some reason it just kept I just kept forgetting. Um and that was put something of yourself into everything that you create. Something that's so personal that even if you only know about it, every time you listen to it, or you look at it, or you watch it, or you read it, it can take you back to a moment, or it represents um, a specific moment. Because I'm going to play a song after what I'm about to say. Um, and the song is called Harley's Blues by Static Selector. And it's just an instrumental but let me give you a little background about the song. Static Selector's wife was pregnant. She got diagnosed with hypermesis gravidarum, which basically affects a woman in um, in pregnancy. I mean, it carries like a a risk that she might miscarry or have a stillbirth. So what he did was from the um, the the scan. It gave them an audio file of the unborn baby's heartbeat, which he didn't know if he was ever going to see or not. So he's took that heartbeat and he's put it into a song. He sampled it and he's put it into a song. And I'm going to play the song right now, but I want you to think about that context. I want you to think about what it would feel like to not know if you're gonna if your child is going to be born or not. And just think about those emotions while you listen to this song. That was Harley's Blues by Static Selector. Those things that you were feeling because of that context, that's what you should be aiming for with what you make every single time. Because that's some real life goosebumps make your eyes water and shit. Luckily, um, yeah, they managed to have a, have a healthy baby girl. But um, he wanted to put that in there to, first of all, raise awareness about the, the condition. But secondly, because that's the realest shit that he's probably ever made. It doesn't get any more personal than that. And I don't, I don't know what the equivalent to that is. I don't know what anyone would put into to to their that's happening in their life that they can put into their art. 
But whatever that is, if you can think of a clever way to put that in, you, you can change someone's life or you can really impact them emotionally, which should obviously be the aim every single time. Really, I don't even have, I don't know what else to say. Um, I've talked about how a fucking shit losing your, your, your uh, work can be. Talked about stop trying and get rid of that safety net. Let your your natural survival instincts come in. I've talked about putting a little bit of little bit of your real life into your art. Like I just needed to for myself and for everybody else out there. I don't care if fucking people think this is the worst episode. If people didn't learn nothing, if pe if it only gets fucking one view, I don't I don't care. It's whatever. I had to put this out there for me. Because I had to, to show to myself that I was really about it. And if everything else fucks up, I'm going to rely on myself. I'm going to have something that I can put out there. And that's what this episode is. It's, it's a statement of intent. Like, I'm I'm here to stay. And so you want to be an artist, it's here to stay. It doesn't matter if my laptop gets destroyed, if I don't have a fucking microphone. I'll write it. I will write so you want to be an artist. I'll scribble it in a book and I'll scan it and I'll 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 put it up online somewhere for everybody to read. Um a lost audio file isn't isn't gonna stop this podcast from existing and this episode from existing. And any obstructions or hurdles or limitations that are put in your way shouldn't stop you from existing as an artist either. Fuck everybody else, rely on yourself. Um Oh, one thing I didn't speak about is last week iTunes was the first. It was the first week the the so you want to be an artist was put on iTunes. A relatively simple process, actually. I'm not even trying to guess it up. To get it onto there is a simple process. But they featured us in the new and noteworthy on the front page of the iTunes website, which is mad. Um, put a lot of eyes on us, um, which is another reason why I was so pissed off because I wanted this episode to bang because eyes are on us. But whatever, I had to give the real while people were watching or not. Um, and also, we got to number three in the podcast charts, which is a madness. Uh, beaten out to number one by Stephen Hawking, which I'm not even really that mad at. Can't really be mad. He's the smartest man in the world. And then beaten out to number two by BuzzFeed, which, again, I'm not really mad at because it's a big corporation. You can't really compete with those two, but for some reason, we are. And again, I'm not mad at that. And it's come from doing something a certain way. And that is the most integral and honest and authentic way that I can do it. And this episode was just about keeping that train going. And and not stopping it for no reason. No excuses. Nothing. Just keeping it moving. 100%. So yeah, if you're listening on iTunes. There's enough stuff for you to go back and, and take it all in. There's hours and hours of interviews. You haven't taken it all in, no matter how many times you've listened. So go back, listen to those, click subscribe. If you're on SoundCloud, go back, listen to old ones, listen to this one, just share it. Um, follow, like, repost. It's whatever, man. This this is the realest episode yet, for, uh, for real. Luckily, I have a keyboard as well, so I can play the piano on the way out. I just have to balance it on my lap because I'm using the stand to prop up the mattress.
safe.